They didn't do the It's time for biscuits and gravy Let's do it together It's time for biscuits and gravy Alright hold on Let me turn the Okay you ready It's time for biscuits and gravy On 88.5 KKU The voice of gravy Alright now I feel much better As you should That we've done our positioning statement So Chuck I heard a rumor that our boss is not here today. That's that right. Means. Qualitative statements. And it only makes common sense. All day. He came in, and I was like, get him out of here. Oh, nice. That was a good burn. That was a good one. So... If those of you out there listening want to call us up and do some calls to action. The number here is 808-873-3435. Once again, the number is 808-873-3435. We're doing calls to action all day. Calls to action all day. Qualitative statements. Only the best here. Nonprofit. Educational. KKU. KKU 88.5. The voice of. Gravy. I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. We are Biscuits and Gravy. We are broadcasting live from the store of Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy. Road, and I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to be exclusive, but we're gonna have a lovely show for you today. <laughs> you look uh, like you're getting really excited. I'm getting amped up, baby. He's, we he's... have one heck of a show today, baby. You're so excited to do uh, calls to action. We're gonna do calls to action. <laughs> we're gonna do cooking and comedy. Don't and tell. Oh boy, do we have a lot of cooking to talk don't about? Don't tell sweets, Mama D. I'm a stuffed turkey after this weekend. Am I right? Yeah, I assume you are, Chuck. I know you uh, You had a little uh, food comb at my house. Oh, my lordy, lordy, lord. <sighs> and it definitely wasn't the six bourbons I had before. <laughs> yes, that's right. We weren't here last week, were we, Chuck? We were not here. They played a replay. They played it, like a, a replay of our Which is episode. Funny. So and... they played a replay, but they showed an empty studio on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where's the voices coming from? Oh, so it just like, kind of turns on automatically? I guess. Like, because there wasn't anybody here, right? It's just artificial intelligence. So it's the ghost of KKU just turned on the cameras. The ghost of KKU. It's funny because a friend of the show, Corky Gardner, texted me about what we were talking about. And I was like, I'm at home. Yeah, I'm not on the radio right no, now. Just that blank airstream of this room, but with apparently our voices. Right. So uh, apparently people can't tell the difference between our live shows and our repeats. That's because we're so hot and fresh at the kitchen. That's right. I'm a roll on this body. Got every man in here wishing. So did you know today <clears throat> is our 189th episode? Today's our 189th episode. Which means we're only 11 episodes away from the big 200. Oh. Episodes away. Do you hear that historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater live audience today? Can you believe there's been we're coming up on the 200th episode of biscuits and gravy? Do you believe in life after biscuits? Do you believe, believe in, in life, life after, after biscuits? The answer is yes. Have you ever seen Moonstruck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into it. Today on my, I lost my head. Today on KAKU with biscuits and gravy in the morning. We got Chuck Sauce in the studio. We got Vincent Vody. We're going to finish <laughs> off today's show with Chuck Stuff, the knowledge. <sighs> Buffalo. Wait, are we called Biscuits in the Morning now? Biscuits in the Morning. 
<laughs> That's arguably one of the best times for biscuits. Gravy in the evening, one biscuits the, in the morning. One of the top three best times for biscuits is in the morning. Oh, my Lord. Uh, so, Chuck, what is biscuits and gravy? I'm so happy you asked me what biscuits and gravy is. Let me tell you something here, baby. Lay it on me, string bean. Lay it on me! Biscuits and gravy started off with a man and a dream. Wrong. <laughs> All right, let me reiterate. Biscuits and gravy started out with two men and no dreaming. Biscuits and gravy is truth seekers. Biscuits and gravy is home-cooked conversation. Biscuits and gravy is anti-lizard people, but pro-Trump. Well, you're not really. But Wrong. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy is cooking. Biscuits and gravy is comedy. Biscuits and gravy is pornography. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. Alright. I think Don't you ever interrupt up. me again, Vincent Fody. Don't you ever do that, that okay? Wasn't, that wasn't me, that was the audio board. Oh, of course. The audio board. Well, let's turn into an audio slave. Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. But and anyway, biscuits and gravy is just home cooked conversation, man. We talk about food, we talk about Funny, and everything in between. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us in part by lovely community-minded <laughs> celebrity sponsors like Topher Grace's Etiquette School. Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for grace, call Topher Grace. And also by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. And it only makes common sense. That's right. Coming up on the show, we're talking about... Biscuit and or gravy news. You have a hot story off the panini press for us right there, Vincent Fody. Wait, how did you know that? I know it all, baby doll. Wait, I didn't tell you anything about I know story. it all. <laughs> you just you just felt that we had some biscuit news coming down That's the right. pike? <laughs> I love broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. We can just feel the vibe of the audience. And you know we do comedy live in front of people, too. That's right. Every Tuesday night from 9 to 11, you can watch three people that are not comedians and nine people that regret being comedians <laughs> do comedy at Mulligan's on the Blue. That's right. Mulligan's not technically on the Blue Golf Course anymore. Which, you know. which one does uh, Brian Michaels fall under? Which category? Uh, <laughs> I've crapped everything. The nine. Man. I crapped the lizard one time. Brian Michaels crapped the lizard one time. That's why we got to ask him the deep questions about lizard. 150. Remember back when we were only at our 150th episode? Yep. 150. We would never talk about the war on Christmas then. Or would we? I'm going to have to find a sweet um, like a, a sweet audio clip for 200. I'm going to have to make a lot of sweet audio clips for the 200. 200. Oh, man. So good. It's going to be like 200. Believe me. Oh, 150. Today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Now, if you had a messy holiday weekend like me, call our good friends down at Little John's Maid Service. Little John's Maid Service. Vince, have you ever heard of Little John's Maid Service? Yeah, I heard that they'll clean everything. From the windows to the walls. <laughs> to the, to walls. the walls. To the sweat drops down your walls. Now, well, long time All listeners of the show. All call. And of course, let's not forget our good friends at Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best closets? You're getting close. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. And just in time for the holiday seasons, Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. <laughs> you can't spell benediction without Benedict. Speaking of benediction, have you seen that show, The Young Pope? Starring Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. 
There's no cucumber match. Oh, it's starring for Cumberbatch. It's starring Jude Law of oh. Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law uh, is on your side. Is on your side. You know that's also where you keep colostomy bags. We'll talk about that later on in the show during spoiler alert. Actually, I forgot to I forgot to put that on the list. Oh, let's young, shoot ahead, baby. Hold on, let me write it down. Young. So coming up on the show, we're gonna have Hope. spoiler alert. That's for co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That's right, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Vincent Foti works twelve hours a week, and then the rest of the time, his secondary job is to watch literally all the TV. All the TV. And then he comes in here, and he knows that I'm slacking when it comes to watching TV. And he comes in the studio, and I'm all excited to watch TV tonight. And then he ruins it for me in a section we call Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert. Or you spoil stuff. Did you ever finish watching uh, Westworld? No, but I watched one episode recently. I only got one episode left of the first season. Wait, you still haven't seen the last episode of the first season? No, oh, no. my goodness. So what are you spoiling today in Spoiler Alert? We're going to shoot ahead. Uh, let's just wait till we get there because there's a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Give me three shows you're going to spoil. Uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, all right. I'm pissed. It's going to spoil that for me. Did you know that the series finale of Silicon Valley is next week? Oh, no. We'll talk about that and more coming up on Spoiler Alert. But first... Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Chuck, Let's talk about Thanksgiving. What, Let's give them something to talk about. What were you thankful for this year, first of all? Let's start off with that. I was thankful that they make peanut butter whiskey. The screwball. You, yeah. I, you brought the you brought some screwball over to my oh, house, yeah. and we did a couple shots of screwball. We did several nights. I'm thankful for the uh, Ben Affleck movie, Paycheck. Oh, my God. Directed by John Woo. John Woo directed that movie, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you know there's what like, did Uma Thurman do to get There's in that a film? scene somewhere where there's like a dove Yeah, flying. Flying. That's, that's John Woo's calling yeah. card. Yeah. Mission Impossible Two, directed by John Woo. Yeah. There's a scene where he's like It smells like Breeze and jumping here, a motorcycle. Smell like pot. What's up with that? Over another motorcycle. Yeah. Um no really think uh let's let's get serious though. This year I was thankful for good friends. Like Chuck. <laughs> and also uh, season four of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Something else that we're going to be talking Everybody, about let's on. Everybody, party right now. Let's, we're all thankful for stuff. Let's take nine seconds before we get kicked off by the FCC and party. Yeah. And we're kicked off. I'll here. be your bodyguard from the FCC, Chuck. We'll Some roly-poly girl comes waltzing down the street. Um. So... Yeah, Thanksgiving, man. I gotta say, More like I Thanksgiving. It was nice to, as much as I love coming in and doing this radio show every week. It was nice to take a week off to focus on ourselves. That's right. I did a lot of cooking. Uh, you as, did a lot of smoking, didn't you? As is my tradition, did you I do a lot of smoking? I smoked a turkey. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It was uh, hard finding rolling papers that were that big. Heyo. Hello. Ah! But I did. I uh, the, so the trick to smoking a good turkey is uh, you put is patience, butt, which makes you a chive ass turkey. Are you allowed to say that on the radio? Turkey, time? I think so. <laughs> turkey, um, you got to do a good brine. A good brine this year. Oh, you mean brine? Brine. That's some salty water. That's uh, you put some salt in there, a little bit of brown sugar. Ooh, uh, this brown year, sugar. I took a page out of Alton Brown's book and put a little honey in the brine. Yeah, as well. you did, Alton Brown, baby. Uh, and uh, then you just let it sit overnight in in the refrigerator. Yeah, what I like to do is I get those big two and a half gallon. Um, 
Ziploc bags. Yeah. They're really they're they're called jumbo size. It's not Ooh. it's not even extra large. Because the extra large ones are just like a gallon. Lame. But if you get the jumbo size, it's big enough to fit a small turkey inside. Um so I I I put one in there, I fill put uh my brine in, and I squeeze <laughs> all the brine up to the top so there's no air left and zip it up and throw it in the refrigerator. Yep. And then you're good to go. That's one out of Jeffrey Dahmer's book. So then you you seal that up, you leave it in overnight, and then the next day you take it out, you let it come down to room temp, and then you're ready to go. So the salt kind of salt breaks down the fibers uh, of the meat, so it makes right. it a little bit softer, and, more and it tender. also allows all the juices and flavoring in your brine to soak into the turkey. Oh. Because when when you're when you're uh, doing a, a nice smoked turkey, something that you got to keep an eye on is the fact that it doesn't get dried out because smoke will really dry you out. That's why everyone's always opening up the oven and basting it, basting it, and basting right. it. And uh, normally I would say don't open the at, oven. Are you good at basting turkeys? I am. I'm actually a master baster. Hey, sweets, are you good at basting turkeys? Wait, were you? Yep. All right. Our studio producer said she's fantastic. Were you not setting things. me up for a master baster joke? No. Why would I do that? We're no. at KKU. You... KKU 88.5. Nonprofit. You highbrow. S- educational show. You set me up for the joke and then you talked over the punchline when I said it. That's right. Talking over the punchline, Thompson. Talking over the punchline, Thompson, is brought to us by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. All righty. Today's Clutney Club is presented in part by Condoleezza's Rice. And just in time for the holiday season, Condoleezza's Rice Crispy Squares. Mm. Condoleezza Rice, it'll advocate war crimes against, against hunger. hunger. Now, But also genocide. So let's... <laughs> the Bush presidency just killed people for no reason. Uh, yeah, I know. I like how people talk about like, oh, with Trump in the White House, Bush isn't looking so bad. Yeah, let's now, not forget, Bush is still the devil. Yeah, he's still pretty bad if you think about it. Remember um, when he lied to the entire country and about everything and knowingly misled us into going into a war, yeah. so that Dick Cheney could make a million dollars, finish off his daddy's war. He's still not the most loved child. Uh, right. Can you imagine, <laughs> he's the most loved. Jeb. Could you imagine being like a diabetic waste of space and ruling Florida and still being the more favorite son? I don't know. Anyway. But anyway, let's get back to talking about Thanksgiving. I made my famous mashed potatoes. Yeah, you did. So uh, my little trick that I like to do with my mashed potatoes is you put a little sour cream in there. Put a little sour cream in there. And then also potatoes. you uh, you need a lot of butter. Butter is definitely the Because there's, the there's a direct correlation to how much people enjoy your mashed potatoes and how much butter is in it. Oh, interesting. It's like Very a, scientific. It's a one-to-one overlay. If you look at the ratio of people who enjoy mashed potatoes and how much butter is in it, it's pretty much a, a direct correlation. And it only makes common sense. So if you want people to enjoy your mashed potatoes, just put more butter in it, guys. Mm, the butter it makes it richer, potatoes. makes it creamier. But uh, I like to do a little bit of sour cream. And then I got some chives, you yeah, know, you I chop those up, throw them, right, throw them right in there when you're doing the mixing process. There's, a, there's another secret thing that you do. Should we tell the people that are listening right now? I mash them. You put broth in it. Oh, yeah. You've got to throw a little chicken little, broth little in there. chicken stock. Even. Gives it a little bit of a saltiness yeah. to complement the potatoes. Because I don't like putting a lot of salt in something. But it, the chicken the chicken broth gives it a little, a little bit of sodium. I don't know if you've bring out those potatoes flavors. by itself, but they're not great. And then you're like halfway. If you put sour cream and chives in your mashed potatoes, you're like halfway to a loaded Loody mashed potatoes. Yep. And instead, uh, I just got loaded. hey Hello. So then you got to throw in... I think if you really wanted to go all the way, you would do some cheddar cheese. 
cheese in there. No, I think we should stop right there. And then you could throw in some like uh, cr- some like bacon bits. I've ever done a twice baked potato. You take you take the big russet potatoes, you bake it, you scoop it out, then you add cheddar and sour cream. Put the foil back on, and you put bacon and cheese on top, and then you bake it again, twice baked. Right, it's like a loaded mashed potato. Yep, not like to a be loaded confused with potato. me getting twice baked or loaded, which I'm going to do. Which right we after the show. definitely did on uh, Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I made coleslaw. I made oh, potato yeah. salad. We need a little bit of roughage to get through this. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do? I had the smoked turkey, mm-hmm. uh, some cranberry sauce. Yeah, dog. Now you got to make sure. Here's the trick, guys. You got to don't get that fake cranberry sauce that's like all like liquidy and mushy. It comes out of the can like dog food. Yeah, exactly. You want the real cranberry sauce. That's where you can see the imprint of the can. In the cranberry sauce. Like, when the cranberry oh. sauce comes out, it should be in one big clump. It should look like it, like you just laserly re- removed right. the can. Like yeah. it's still in the can, but the can is see-through. Yeah. And then you should be able to see the imprint of the can in the cranberry sauce. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know it's the good cranberry sauce. You don't want that mushy I don't that, know like, why people are always giving cranberry garbage. sauce a, a bad review. Unlike our show, which is highly rated. We're the number two uh, radio show, Chuck. We are the number two radio show in Number Maui. two! And considering that Maui is no kaoi, which roughly translates to the best, that means we are the second best radio show ever! Number two! Well, in Hawaii. No, just ever. In the world. Oh, I, I guess we are no kaoi, so... If, it's number two! <laughs> Anytime you're ha- having Thanksgiving at my house, you're going to say... And uh, yeah, so and then you topped it all off with some gravy. Of course. Oh yeah. Now, uh, what did we eat before we ate the huge Thanksgiving meal? What did we eat before? Charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, Chuck brought over his charcuterie. Yeah. Uh, he relapsed just just momentarily. Oh my lord! Just for the holiday we season. Some smoked sausage, some pate. Some I do cream brie. I also do enjoy a snifter of port around the holiday time. Oh yeah, you do, Homer Simpson. Um. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. You doctors have been telling us to drink gravy is of just, gravy a day. Gravy is just so important around the holiday times. Wouldn't it you is. Wouldn't you concur, Chuck? And it's always holidays. So if you're listening to KKU, like KKU uh, 88.5, the voice of gravy. So uh, this year, before I put the turkey on the smoker, I put it in the oven at a very low rate just to get some drippings out of the turkey. Ooh. Yeah. Because when you do it on the smoker, it all just drips into the the liquid pan. Drippings. There, but uh, I I cooked it in the pan just a little bit just to get some of the moisture and some of the drippings and flavor mm. of the rub that I put on the turkey. Mm. Then you you when you put the turkey on the smoker, you take that pan, heat it up, reduce it with a little bit of uh, red wine. <sighs> And then you uh, reduce that down into a delicious gravy. <laughs> Throw that on the stove. Put a little, little bit of flour in there, a little roux to thicken it up. The only thing that would have made this Thanksgiving better is that if our girlfriends weren't working and we couldn't just bro out by ourselves. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, as much as I love just hanging out with just you and me, it would have been so, so much, much better if our if friends our, and family were there. If our girlfriends were there. Yeah, they to... really would have enjoyed watching the town. <laughs> <laughs> We did a Ben Affleck double feature. We yeah, watched the town. Nothing says 
what, what do we have to be thankful for? Like, so we watch Ben Affleck movies because we're thankful that we're not Ben Affleck. What is it about HBO where their TV shows are so good? But they're high all, quality TV shows. But they're the movies that they have on HBO are just like the most garbage movies. Yeah, it's like they have really good com- like, do comedy you have a- sp- specials, but then you go into comedy movies and it's like Mask 2 starring Jamie <laughs> Kennedy. And that's it. That's like their only movie under comedy. It's terrible. Son, son of Mask. It's terrible. And they've got like a lot of Sesame Street and uh, If you think Jamie Kennedy should walk the wrong way into oncoming traffic, it's like give us a call at 808-873-3435. And all the movies that you like that that are like a series of movies, they'll have the worst one. Yes. Like of all the X-Men movies, I think they have like Apocalypse on there. Ugh, that's that dumb. That makes no sense. Um, and then they I have think like of all the, the Spanish movies. Of all the have, Batman like, movies, and... they have like Batman versus Superman is, have, is on there. Bat- <laughs> also starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> More like Bad Affleck. Ah, and uh, that's also uh, that's also the one with um, what's his name? The guy that plays uh, the Facebook guy. Yeah. In the Social Network. Yeah. He's in there for He's some reason. Um, he testifies in Congress. He and plays. Bombs he plays else. Zuckerberg. Yeah, in both movies. <laughs> what a he just plays Mark Zuckerberg in what Gotham. What a trash panda <laughs> that guy is! Jesus Christ. Ah, and uh, okay, so now Chuck, I got a question for you. Sure. We gotta we we owe a debt to our listeners out there because I've been thinking this all day around around Thanksgiving time. There's so many places that will tell you what kind of food to make. And then what kind of food, how to prepare your turkey and all that stuff. We didn't do it. All the trimmings, stovetop stuffing. Mm. Mm. Oh, I Did I mention stovetop stuffing, how much I love it? With gravy. Last year, I ate a whole box of stovetop, stovetop stuffing by myself. Last year, I drank a whole cup of gravy by myself. <laughs> And that was at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my own packets around and just ask for hot water. <laughs> Can I get a like, cup of hot water? Are you going to make your own tea? No, man. Because we have tea on the menu, and I'm like, no, I'm going to have McCormick brown gravy. <laughs> you just cut it up on the table and do a line of gravy. Oh, <laughs> like man. A line of now, powdered now gravy. We're, now we're talking here. <laughs> now we're talking. But you're probably wondering, when all when all said and done, the next day you got that Thanksgiving hangover, what are you going to do now? You got all this leftover food. Smoke mad weed. Well, you got to talk about leftovers, Chuck. Oh, well, of course, the leftover sandwich. So in the words of Lagwagon, let's talk about leftovers. Let's talk about leftovers, baby. You ever listen to Lagwagon? Not enough. One of the great 90s punk bands. Ooh. Um, Michael Lenz just texted me. I got better cell phone service great. than you because my can't phone wait went off earlier. to talk about leftovers. So... I always wonder, what's the most creative types of things that you can do with all your Thanksgiving all right, leftovers? So my favorite Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is this, okay? Pumpernickel bread, uh huh, mildly toasted, right? I'll pump her nickel. Oh, yeah, you will. Arugula. Arugula. It's a vegetable. Brie. Ooh, now you got Cranberry. Me. Hey, did I tell you I illegally Turkey. downloaded it? Oh, Lord. The movie Captain Marvel. Did you? Uh-huh. Yeah? I got arrested, and they charged me with Brie Larceny. Oh! <laughs> but go on. I believe we were talking about Brie. So you got pumpernickel. Uh-huh. Right? Any any hearty bread will do. Yeah, Brie Larceny. Don't do white. You know what I mean? And then you got arugula. You got brie. Make sure it's like room temperature. Even melted. Even toast the brie. Speaking of brie, have With you seen it? Captain Marvel? Uh, only parts of it. It's actually in the 90s, doesn't it? Uh, 
Actually, I think it does. Yeah, because it takes place before the other series. Because right. They're like, we want to make sure women feel important in the Marvel series, but also not include them. How about in, Allison Brie? Mm. That's a whole nother triple cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if you don't know it, there's different levels of Brie. You got your Costco Brie, which is dirt Allison cheap, Brie. but doesn't taste great. Then you got, you got your Brie Larson. You got your double cream Brie. You got your triple cream Brie. You want to get like St. Angel's, and ooh, baby, it melts and spreads like butter. So you got pumpernickel, arugula, brie, cranberry, turkey, a little bit of so pepper talk, on it. You're talking about the basic Thanksgiving sandwich, yeah. which I personally like to do pretty much all year long. Like even even in the off season, I'll go, go to Cafe La Plage. I'll go to well, Cafe La Plage has a really good um, uh, Thanksgiving sandwich. But I'll just go. I'll buy some turkey and some cranberry sauce and some stuffing. Stuffing. You always like the stuffing with it. Yeah. And, and just get a nice hoagie roll and just throw it all Ooh, on there. Hoagie. Um, but you know, I think we can do better, Chuck. Uh, for our real traditional post Thanksgiving. I think we can do... Our audience thinks we can do better, too. Well, let's get more creative. I, personally, what I like to do is uh, the next day I made a Thanksgiving omelet. It was a, just a basic omelet. On the inside, I, I stuffed it with uh, turkey and cranberry sauce Ooh. inside the omelet. Fold it up, cook it up, plate it up, and then you do a, scoot, a little dollop of sour cream. Oh! A little bit of chives. Cranberry on the inside of the omelet? Cranberry and turkey on the inside of the omelet. Did you check with the food gods to see if that's appropriate? I prayed to the food gods. They Who totally exist. They uh, Just like the other ones. Just <laughs> and then uh, I do. you got to do gravy all over. Gravy all over? Gravy all over. Mm. So you got to you know pour out some gravy, heat it up, pour it all over. You've never been arrested, but we're about to have cardiac arrest. Mm. Mm. So good. And then... I came up with uh, actually Diana had an idea to do turkey marsala, so I went. I, Hold the phone because I had uh, I had turkey. Let's take a three second break. I, you just say on here on KAKU on KAKU eighty eight point five uh-huh. on KAKU eighty eight point five the voice of Maui voice of gravy that you made a turkey marsala right. So basically, it's like your standard chicken marsala. You got the the marsala wine. I already had cream because I needed cream for the mashed potatoes and to make the whipped cream. After midnight. And then... uh, Oh, the other cream. Right. I did a heavy whipping cream. Yeah, you you are. You do a marsala sauce. You dirty, dirty beef. You got uh, that heavy whipping cream. I got some mushrooms. You take that heavy whipping cream. You slice it up. Sometimes I feel... Anyway. Like I'm tied to the whipping cream. <laughs> little Almond Brothers. Little sliced Almond I like Brothers. You just said Almond Brothers instead mm. of Almond. Almond Brothers. Now that's a snack I'd put in my mouth. I put them on my on my green beans. If you gained so much weight over Thanksgiving that your clothes don't fit, call our good friends down at Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need, you need a, a Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. All right. <laughs> Back so, to chicken marsala. Wait, so you, no, you make turkey marsala. You make marsala sauce, and then you take your leftover turkey, put it right in the pan, get it all marsalaed up, and then you plate it up with some mashed potatoes, and boom, you got a turkey marsala. And the crowd goes wild. So uh, turkey marsala, definitely a good way to go. And then, to finish it all off, you're probably thinking to yourself, but Vince, I've done all this, and I've still got all this leftover turkey. What am I going to do? So... I do what any self-respecting person with, with a lot of turkey leftover does. You take all the turkey, you pick all the good stuff off, you dice it up, and you make a turkey salad. Ooh. So I went to the store, and they had uh, like little slider rolls, and so I made a nice turkey salad. 
I don't know what you like in your turkey salad. I like a little bit of salt and pepper and uh, a little bit of chopped onions, yeah. like diced onions, and, of course, some celery. Oh, yeah. I had some celery left over yeah. from the potato salad, so I put some celery in there and a now, little bit of chives. You just told me recently that you, you're supposed to actually eat celery. Right. I was under the impression that you just put it in your butt. Me too. I think all our biscuitiers, all our gravy gals, all our biscuit boys, pretty much anyone who would turn into KUKQ, 88.5, the voice of gravy, we've all just been sticking celery up our butt. But it turns out, <laughs> in order to have a clean colon, you're actually supposed to do the other thing. You're supposed to eat it. And eat it. <clears throat> oh, is that true? And isn't it tr- also true that celery is good for your bones because celery looks like bones? Yes, totally. I yep. read that on, on Facebook. Yep, I read it on Facebook too. And uh, oranges are good for your boobs because they look like boobs. <laughs> so get that vitamin oh, yeah. C. Don't forget to eat those you melons. you cups, eat some vitamin C cups. Because it's got vitamin D in it. How do you get scurvy? I feel like I'm getting scurvy. From not, yeah, from not getting enough vitamin C. Oh, I've been eating like just literally box mac and cheese for 10 years. Is that? I've been on an all tortellini diet for six weeks. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. So, Anything to wrap up before we take our court-mandated break? Wait, we have to take a break already? Mm-hmm. I it's, know. It's only 11.28. We're supposed to do it around the half hour of the show. Can't we take it at like 11.59? Yes, that's what, that seems appropriate. <laughs> uh, we'll ask Jay. Jay, can we take... Oh, yeah, all right, cool. Okay, all so right. we don't have to take one that All right, cool. Sweet. All right, so let's just that's power good. through. Um, so that was uh, After my... After this, we're going to go to Costco. Maui's... Number one. All right, never mind. I can't say that. <laughs> All right, so uh, don't forget, make your turkey salad. Put it on a little slider bun. You'll have you'll have lots of uh, delicious turkey salad sliders. Anytime and you know you what I like to do? Bread related, I just laugh. I don't know why. I like to say like hoagie or a little bun. <laughs> I like to uh, put a little uh, sweet baby raised barbecue sauce. Ooh, best barbecue sauce. It is pretty good. Mm. You put a little slather of sweet baby rays on there. Yeah, you're good to go, baby. Oh yeah, I need a shoe with sweet baby rays on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, should we take a break? Um, when we come back. Any, well, we're gonna talk about on our way back. We're gonna talk about biscuits and gravy. Um, spoiler alert: comedy. It's Mike Birbiglia. Things of this nature. Right after these messages. And right after 30 seconds of a Bob Dylan song before we get kicked off the radio, this is Turkey Chase Remastered. Hi, I'm Chuck Zoss. And I'm Vince Fody. Biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without the <laughs> underwriting support of Valley Isle Motors' Jim Falk Ford. Located at 221 Pu'unani Avenue, Kahului. Open six days a week for new and used vehicle sales. For more info, call 808-877-3673. Or visit online at valleyislemotors.com. Biscuits and gravy Chuck is heard live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Saturday night. Eight and Sunday night at nine on KAKU eighty eight point five FM. The voice of we gravy experience dead air. Not that kind of dead air. We're talking Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead music for an entire hour. Saturday night at eight and Sunday night at nine with me, Corey Daniels, on KAKU eighty eight point five FM. I should just do. I should start a, a music based radio show because we're allowed to play music on here. Yeah, we can't. We just can't play music on. We can't Facebook. do it on Facebook Live, but we are allowed to play copywritten music 
uh, on the radio. And you know what? Maui doesn't have a, a punk station. No, it'd be great. And they don't have a station dedicated to playing enough Mariah Carey for the next three weeks. <laughs> well, there is a lot of there's like a lot of Christian music radio stations. Too out there. many. Why is there so much Christian music on island? Oh my god! There's a Christian music station on island that does a cover of Bowling for Soup, nineteen eighty four. <laughs> but it's about like not being religious enough. It's like, what did Jesus die for instead of 1984? Oh, that sounds so, terrible. Ah, it's the worst. I, so dumb. I blame those missionaries. Ah, man. Everything terrible. Keavi. Yeah, that's right. Christian music. All the bad stuff comes Cats. from uh, <laughs> comes from missionaries. The missionary position. Ugh. Not a fan. Today's a show fan. is brought to us by Chris Brown's Batteries. Get charged with batteries by Chris Brown. Also brought to you by missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Shake things up. Hey, now. And also by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? <laughs> we'll hammer the competition. A subsidiary of Scarlett Johansson Stationery. And, of course, don't forget our good friends down at... <laughs> I mean, Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Of course. <laughs> They're together. And don't forget our good friends down at James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Could you imagine if they were together? I How sexy the kids would be? Go to date, oh deepfake.com. I want to go do a deep fake of Chris Hemsworth and, uh, and Taylor Swift. But I want it to be like a Taylor Swift music video, and he is still Thor. Wait, I'm going di- to deep fake myself into there. Whoa. And I'm just going to watch myself having sex with Taylor Swift. Why don't you just imagine having sex with Taylor Swift? Like, what do you think I'm doing right now? If you're imagining having sex with Taylor Swift, give us a call at 808-873-3435. You know she's from Pennsylvania. Oh, I'll pencil her vania. Whenever, when, <laughs> when I, when I uh, meet Taylor Swift. When I meet Taylor Swift. I'm going to be like, hey, girl, I'm hey from girl. Pennsylvania also. Mm. I heard you're from Pennsylvania. I'm going to show her Penn's Woods. I'm going to show her my Pennsylvania. All right. It's very veiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so veiny. <laughs> and if you don't want to get her knocked up, why don't you check some good friends down at James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Down at. Taylor Swift's overnight alterations. Mm. And also by Michael Douglas's fur burgers. Morning. May cause throat cancer. May cause throat cancer. All right, let's get back also into it, Also part of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, oh, no, that's Kirk Douglas. Okay. Let's, uh... <laughs> oh, loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. It's hot in here. I got heartburn. Wait. Do you hear that, Chuck? I oh, do. my goodness. You know what that sound means? all day. It's time for Biscuits and Gravy News. Biscuits and Gravy News is when we bring you all the best news about biscuits and or gravy-related news material. Uh, I I was speaking to friends of the show, Eddie V. Of course you were. And Ashley. Yeah. We were talking about uh, all the news that's fit to gravy. Of course. And uh, Because some people out there, some people that don't tune into KAKU... Listen to that terrible news about impeachments or going to the moon or civil rights. And people are like, where's all the news about porn stars dying and, and gravy? gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you turned into the right place. And both. Because this is biscuits and gravy. Mm. And I hear you got one heck of a whopper for us today. All right. So uh, this week in biscuit news, I know what you're thinking, Chuck, around the holiday time. you're Not like enough biscuits. You're like... I love gravy, but is there any way that gravy could be any better? 
Is there a way that gravy could be better? Now, uh, last year we did a gravy cocktail. Yeah, we did. And KFC put out a recipe to infuse gravy in your Hashtag cocktails. Hashtag cocktails. But what if there was other drugs you can put in your gravy? Well, never fear, because uh, a company called Kiva, K-I-V-A, Kiva, in California, has introduced the first THC-infused turkey gravy. No way. Just in time for the holidays. Uh, so there's a, a dispensary called Sweet Flower Dispensaries, yeah. which are in the L.A. area and also in the San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. And guess what? At Sweet Flower Dispensaries, you can get THC-infused turkey gravy by by Kiva. Wow. So uh, to all of our friends in L.A., Trish, Chino. Willie. Willie Simon. Callahan Wells. Callahan. If you're looking to spice up your Thanksgiving... You might want to be interested in trying uh, some uh, THC-infused gravy. It's, now, a, it's available for a limited time. If you can't make it all the way to California, there are other ways to have THC-induced gravy. Now, one is, of course, sticking an ounce of marijuana up your turkey's butt before you cook it. That hmm. would work. I say don't do that. I say don't do that. I know what you're thinking, guys, but don't do it. But then, so then, have it, you ever made edibles so then at home? It would you go, do it with butter. It would go into the turkey grease, and then you make the drippings with all the THC in it into a gravy. It's a great idea, Chuck. I know it's a gravy idea, but pretty wasteful, and it might make your turkey too earthy. Right, and we don't want that. Here's Somebody another like, idea. This turkey tastes weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I can't stop eating it. So another idea is that when you make edibles at home, you do it with butter, right? Uh-huh. So you just make your normal marijuana butter and then you use that with gravy. Right. A couple gravy. a couple of years ago or you uh take all that butter, put it in the mashed potatoes, and you make Whoa. delicious knockout mashed potatoes. Knockout. I did that about 3 or 4 years ago. I was cooking uh I was I did a weed butter. Mm. And then uh, I used the butter to make my mashed potatoes. And so uh, just a nice little dollop of mashed potatoes gets you feeling real nice. Dollop. And then uh, if you thought it was hard to not pass out after eating regular Thanksgiving. I think I actually had diabetes. I passed out way too quickly <laughs> after. Well, to be fair, we were watching The Town. Oh, my God. I don't think there's a, any Ben Affleck movie out there I that the would not put me to sleep. I thought that movie was supposed to be good, and that movie sucks. Well, I mean, it was was that his directorial debut or was Argo his directorial debut? Mm, I don't even want to look that Ar- up. Because I think then Argo the was, would think I'm searching for him. I think Argo was pretty good. I remember seeing Argo; it wasn't bad. Mm. Thank you, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jimmy Carter. Sorry, I know this is normally a funny show, but Jimmy Carter back in the hospital as of last night. We love Jimmy Carter. He's got a bit of a pee pee issue. A peanut? Uh, no, but. It, you know, uh, he's got of, a peanut issue. It's a urination, like a UTI infection or something. Ooh, that's from all those skanks he's been. Yeah, seeing. just <laughs> slaying it. <laughs> just, Can you imagine it? He's not actually. He's like so. Jimmy Carter. If you don't know him, he's a president. Sounds like he's and, erecting more than houses. Hey! Ah! <laughs> oh! Ooh, we good looking. <laughs> wow, you really just jumped ahead on that one. Um. So. Guess what, Chuck? What? Chicken butt? Biscuits and gravy news isn't over. Because guess what? I got some more biscuits and gravy news. No, you don't. Do you remember last year uh, we were talking about... Nope, I don't. We were talking about... Drunk the whole year. <laughs> you remember we were talking about um, 
Red Lobster and yeah. how Red Lobster. Do you remember when they released the fanny pack that was that was insulated? So that you could put your warm biscuits in your fanny pack. How could I not forget that? Don't put biscuits in your fanny. Put them in your Red Lobster fanny pack. And it would keep your biscuits insulated. Cheddar Bay biscuits, of course. Your cheddar, delicious Cheddar Bay biscuits. Um, Well... Cheddar Bay. Where is Cheddar (laughs) Bay? Red Lobster is always trying to outdo themselves. Remember they did a uh, Cheddar Bay perfume where you could smell like Cheddar Bay biscuits? Yeah, of course. They also did a... uh, They did a candle, didn't they? I think they did a candle. It was either them or... Lobster tail candle, not very popular. It might have been KFC might have done the candle. Where it was like a KFC gravy candle. But anyway, all these places always trying to outdo themselves. But I think Red Lobster has done it this year. They done it. They gone done it. So... You know how uh, around the holiday times you, you go over your grandma's house or something like that and nope. you're, everybody's wearing ugly sweaters? Yeah. Well, what if I were to tell you that Red Lobster has come out with an ugly sweater and built into the sweater is an insulated biscuit pouch? <laughs> so it's like a kangaroo <laughs> so, sweater? So it's like a sweater and then in the front, kind of like around your belly, almost like a kangaroo, Yeah. there's a zipper, a hidden zipper. And you unzip it, and inside is a is a thermal insulated biscuit pouch, so you can walk around with your sweater and just stuff biscuits in there. It'll keep your biscuits warm. It's a sweater that keeps not only you warm but also you your biscuits this holiday season. Or an oven, or eat the biscuits well, Chuck, when they're hot. You fresh know, out the kitchen. Well, what if I I wanted to eat my biscuits when they're hot and fresh out the kitchen? But I've got so many biscuits that I want to maintain we their have to stop delicious quoting a rapist. heat. <laughs> Um. Yeah. These will keep Kelly. your biscuits warm. Yeah. So that. Uh, or you could wear it by the time you're reverse, ready for more biscuits. They're still warm. They're ready to go. Biscuits warm. You know what? You could also. I don't think you're supposed to do this, but you could probably throw some gravy in there too. Oh, of course. Why would you not just have? It all comes out in the wash. A vat of you know, and then you could get on one knee and then drink the gravy out of your friend's pouch. <laughs> like some sort of disgusting kangaroo foreplay. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Kind of like uh, page 139 in The Naked Lunch, if you've ever read that book. Now, I know what you're... Where the aliens have to suck the poison out of them. My goodness. I think it's actually like a bathroom stall at a subway station. Well, it's time to burrow into our next segment. Burrow! Whoa! (laughs) You like that segue, Chuck? And, of course, our uh, Red Lobster plug was provided in part by our good friends down at Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's It's a rock rock lobster. And also by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. Wow, that that joke is almost going to be funny when people watch... That movie coming up soon. There's yeah, well, it's almost time to watch. Uh, it's a wonderful life. You didn't let me tag the Dwayne Johnson social. Hold on, you didn't. Uh, oh, okay. Is it? Do you? Go ahead. This is why we. Can't you don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. Frank Capper's Capicola. I hate you so much. <laughs> it's a wonderful sandwich. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Do it's you like smell? Eighteen minutes later, you finally let me get some. What in the here. rock is cooking? So the biscuit warmer pouch sweater is sold out. Red Lobster sold out immediately after releasing it. How many did they make? Uh, who knows? But it, it clearly wasn't enough. Just like the the biscuit fanny pack. So you're just gonna have to go out. <laughs> you're just gonna have to go to eBay and get it on eBay, which is probably what I will be doing this holiday season. It's time for spoiler alert. Oh, baby. You hear that? Barely. 
There we go. All right. You hear that sound? The sound of Game of Thrones means yeah. that it's time for spoiler alerts. Silence. Okay. Well, we're kind of running low on time, so. Yeah, we are. We got to plow through this. All right. Well, oh, so much to talk about for spoiler alert. I, I love this time of year because there's so much good TV on right now. Uh, they just released. You also see that in July. On your birthday, they released The Irishman. Is it good? I hear it's good. It's pretty good. I hear it's better than Scarface. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews, a lot of haters out there online. A lot of haters online? I hate haters online. But if you like Robert De Niro, if you like Al Pacino, if you like all those, it's sort of like, I would compare it to, not Goodfellas, but maybe Casino, or maybe like a Bronx Tale meets... Ugh. Hoffa. Did you ever see that movie Hoffa? Yeah, Hoffa was good. Bronx Tale. With Jack Nicholson plays Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, and Hoffa so, was great. Bronx Tale. I don't know, Don't man. you dare say anything disparaging about Bronx Tale. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's sort, of, it's sort of like a, like a Goodfellas meets meets Hoffa. When because... Vince uses strong verbiage like that, you know he's getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the, the Mandalorian. Oh, my God. It's so good. You, I'm glad you finally caught up on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, so this most recent episode, of course, was really good. They're, they're coming out every Friday. My so. one complaint, though, with Disney, not enough nudity. What is going on with Disney? Okay. Right. There could be definitely it's more nudity, It's supposed to be Disney Plus. There's no plus-size titties. Mandalorian doesn't even take his helmet off. I know. Let alone his, his codpiece. Uh So watch The Mandalorian, guys. Not, I'm not saying you should go pay for... Um, Disney Plus. No, they, I would never do they that. don't need any more money. And they Go on Pirate Bay and download The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, also, Rick and Morty Season 4. They took a break. Uh, they took a, a week off for Thanksgiving, but next week, uh, I believe it's on the 8th or something, they will be back with a new Rick and Morty episode. I'm so unhealthy. I'm dying. Um, South Park. Oh, yeah. Season 23 is upon us. Dude, South Last, Park did you see has the, redeemed themselves this season. Did they, you see the most recent episode of South Park? Uh, was it the... The Turd Burglars episode? Of course! <laughs> so, if you guys don't know... Our, First of all, watch Dune right now. Watch, go watch Dune. There's a lot of Dune references. Spice. Um, the Spice Melange. Spice. <laughs> but, uh... This, Tom the, Brady's in it. The whole episode is based around fecal transplants, which is a real thing. Yep, real if thing. your microbiome is messed up, you can get a fecal transplant from somebody else to give We've you a healthy microbiome. We've actually talked about this on the show. And uh, I think we have. Yeah, you do a little turd transplant. That's um, when I used to do What the Chuck. And so, <laughs> I used to actually do work for the show. And so the whole episode is actually based around people are trying to get Tom Brady's poo because Tom Brady clearly has the best microbiome in the world. It's the spice. The spice. <laughs> and so everybody's obsessed with trying to, trying except to for the kids <laughs> who are so pissed that their parents are stealing their poo. Right, um, and then there, there's just a lot of really good Dune references. So if you like Dune or if you like South Park, make sure you watch the most recent episode. Um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the HBO. The Watchmen is on right now. I keep hearing it's good, man. Oh, it's so good. Now, if you like race now, relations I, and multidimensional stories. I personally really enjoy the comic book Watchmen and also the movie. It's a graphic novel, Vince. Um, but Diana had never seen the movie or the graphic novel. She, she, don't hadn't, say. she hadn't read it. Um, but she also really enjoys the series. So Ooh. even so, y- you might be a little bit lost on some of the stuff right out of the gate. But they do get around to explaining pretty much everything. So even if you're not a huge Watchmen fan, you'll probably be able to jump right in and enjoy it. It's a really well written show. I also like TV shows where there's a little bit of mystery, not because it's a mystery, but because 
it's not mindless entertainment where you know what's going on every moment. You know? Right. And so, yeah. I like to be thrilled. I de- definitely, just the, the production quality on the show is really great. The writing's really good. So it'll keep you guessing. Um, even if you're, even if you know everything about Watchmen, there'll be a lot of references Me in there that you can pick up on. But you, there's also, you know, it takes place after the events of the comics, so there's a lot of new stuff to kind of get into. And it's HBO, so you know it's good. Right. Also, Silicon Valley is on. You uh, know what? It's it's going to be the end of Silicon Valley. It's going to be the end of an era. I think that guy makes more money for the Verizon commercials than he does from, from HBO. Probably. And I mean, uh, they had a good run. The, so the last season was only eight episodes. This season's only eight episodes. This Sunday will be episode, the series finale. Last episode, we were talking about it. And last episode before, we are talking about it here. I did some research. It does not look like T.J. Miller is going to make even an appearance in the final episode. So in the most recent episode, um, that somebody calls them up and they're like, oh, uh, I talked to Eric Bachman. No way. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, they're going to bring him back. And then it turns out she was like, wait a second. Did Eric Bachman have a Chinese accent? And it turned out to be the the Chinese guy <laughs> pretending to be Eric yeah. Bachman. Oh, man. Um, so it doesn't I it, it doesn't look like uh, he's even going to make an appearance in the. Uh, well, T.J. Miller has gotten a little bit of hot water, uh, but he left the show. He said he hated filming it. He didn't like being a part of it. And uh, he also put a Heineken bottle up a girl's butt and called a bomb threat on a New York City train. Uh, uh, so that's real. This is <laughs> you guys can look that up. Yep, T.J. Miller, not a great guy. Nope. Um, but definitely watch Silicon Valley. The series finale is on uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. His Dark Materials also on HBO. Oh man! All right, this is something we almost never tell people to do on Biscuits and Gravy. It's something that they never tell anyone to do on KAKU. What? Read a book here, people. Okay, uh, the Golden book. Compass, and then the trilogy that follows it is so so great, and I love. It. It's very anti God. Okay, it really talks about God, how dumb dumb the whole thing is. And I read it actually in grade school. I went to Catholic. Sounds grade like school. the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, honestly, it is it is targeted a little bit towards a younger audience. Right. Um, but the show actually is a little dark, as the, the title would say. It's his. But dark read materials. the book, The Golden Compass. Uh, and then I think it's like the Silver Sword is like the sequel, and it's from a guy's perspective. Sword. And then, yeah, Sword. Yeah, Sword. But you would never hear me say this, and I'll probably never say it again, but that's a darn tootin' good book. Uh, and so also watch his Dark Materials. It's on yeah. HBO. Uh, the Crown Season 3 is back on Netflix. Is that so- about live births? No, that's The Crowning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to watch that on E! when I was 13. Because I'm not a disgusting individual. Uh, so if you're a fan of The Crown, as me and Diana so are... So it's not about giving birth. No, it's about the Queen of England. Interesting. And uh, all the intrigue that goes along with that. And Also, I forgot to mention that... No, you forgot something? I forgot to mention that season four of Mr. Robot has been going on all this time since, like, Don't October. Fuck, <laughs> why are you... Um, it's one of those shows where, like, I, I say I'm no not going to watch it, it and I don't like it, and then I'll watch it. For some reason, and I'll be like, oh, I like this show. And then I'll finish watching this season, and I'll be like, I forgot I don't like Mr. Robot. I always go back and forth. But 
this is the, the last season of Mr. Robot, so if you like the first three seasons, go watch season four. If you watch the first three seasons, give us a call at 808-873-3435, and we'll give you a free gift card for a buy one, get one free biscuits and gravy oh, at any and Maui Denny's location. I watched The Young Pope starring Jude Law. Yeah. Spoiler alert, at the end, he dies. Oh. And then in the trailer for The New Pope starring for, John Malkovich, young. we find out that he didn't die, and he's in a coma. I want to be... Forever young. Four. So he's in a coma. So John Malkovich crawls into a closet. John Malkovich and pops becomes, out in his body. <laughs> John Malkovich becomes the new pope. Yeah. And then uh, I love being John Malkovich. And then so weird. Jude Law wakes up. Ooh. I think the the new pope is coming out. It's not out yet. It's coming out in like December or something like mm. that. So Our keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, oh, I also watched. Wrap this up, I dude. watched a Nick Cage movie called Vampire's Kiss last night. And I also watched another Nick Cage movie called Mandy. Does he have a movie coming out where he plays himself? He does. And we'll talk all about Nick Cage. Mandy. We'll talk about Nick Cage next week on the show. Let's do, let's run through. I like my action movies like I like my eggs. Cage free. All right. You want to run through comedy corner real quick? Down on the corner, comedy in the street. Time for a quick comedy corner. We have a lovely, fantabulous show that I've completely underpromoted this Sunday. December 8th at the historic Taco Bell Amphitheater, right there on uh, South Kihei Road, Azeka Plaza. Todd Armstrong of Portlandia is uh, going to be headlining a show, and uh, I'm hosting. Maybe Cheyenne's hosting. I don't know. Todd Armstrong, pretty funny. Very, very funny. Why would you let Cheyenne host? I don't know. This is like when you let Nick Nettleship do a headlining slot. I'm also letting Nick Nettleship do a headlining spot. Wait, you're let you're. No. <laughs> He's doing two minutes though. Two minutes? Yeah, dude. That's two minutes too long. Hey, we got to mix people in, man. We got to mix people in. Or else maybe he would stop coming to yeah. open mic. Or also I forgot to remind him on Wednesday, so maybe he has no idea about it. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> you don't think Nick Nettleship has gotten somewhere? What? You don't think he's gotten somewhere with his jokes? He's getting somewhere. Uh, I'd say he's on the same par as Cheyenne. Oh, yeah? That Gwyneth Paltrow joke is something. <laughs> it's definitely something. He's been doing comedy for 30 years, don't you know? Uh, comedy open mic is every Tuesday at Mulligan's from 9.30 to 11. And Brian Michaels is back from Brian Michaels is back. He ruptured his stomach he's at a, the Maui County Fair watermelon eating competition. He's out of St. Anthony. Uh, Corky Gardner, friend of the show, is doing a show at uh, the Temple of Peace this Friday at 7 p.m. Temple of Peace. Oh yeah, that's an all-girls show. You'll and starring it, Cab Wilson. Comedy. Corky is so funny. She'll be in. You'll be in Temple of Pieces. Oh darn! What time is that show? Uh, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Temple of Peace haiku. I recommend Sweet. going to that I'll instead to of the Todd Armstrong show. Oh whatever. <laughs> also, Tom Segura is going to be on Island December 29th. Bill Maher and uh, Sarah Silverman will be on Island December 30th, both at the Mac. And uh, Mike Birbigley's got a new Netflix special. He's so funny. I, I gotta say, I didn't enjoy it that much. Oh, I didn't see his new one. Mike Birbigley kind of reminds me of Ted Anderson, where... He's not funny. He's not, <laughs> he's not funny, but I can see why people think he's funny. Yeah. I don't know. He, his new special is more of like a humorist. He's got... He's, it sounds like listening to like Ira Glass or... Oh, yeah. Who's the guy that we went to... That I went to the um, the book signing for... Oh, my lord. He talked talk pretty one, one day. He talked pretty one day. Uh, Who's that guy? It's like listening to him talk 
his new stand really, special, Mike Birbiglia. All right, time to get into Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Oh, David. David Sedaris. There we go. Yeah, David. Oh, I got Wikipedia hit me up for money. You know what's funny? Wikipedia hit me up for money because they're like, oh, they sent me an email because it's like, I oh, donated to them. you donated in the past. So I was like, okay, I'll donate again. It's like, follow this link. I click on the link. It says, our servers are down right now. <laughs> and I was like, well, I tried. And now they keep asking me for more money. I'm like, I tried to give you money and it didn't work. So you, you missed your chance, Wikipedia. You blew it. You blew it, baby. All right. It's time for Chuck Stuff, the knowledge. Buffalo. All right. This is where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. So if you have questions that you would like to ask to Chuck Sauce, uh, send them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Or Chuck at BiscuitWars.com. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a BiscuitWars email account? No. Okay, so send them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Really wish I did Gravy Wars instead. And then I will ask them to Chuck live on the air, and he'll try to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Are you ready to Chuck? Yep. Okay, our first question comes from... Yeah, 37 I, seconds. <laughs> our first question comes from Autumn in Lake Tahoe, California. She wants to know... How many degrees are in a right angle? 90? 90 is absolutely correct. Yeah. A, a right angle. It's a yeah. perfect L, 90 yep. degrees. Did you know that, Corky? Autumn's a perfect L. I'm going to ignore that. Our second question comes from I Nancy. <laughs> I hate you so much. Our second question comes from you get Nancy in Towson, Maryland. She wants to know... How does an atom become an ion? Uh, it, an atom becomes an ion when it gets an extra uh, thing to it. It becomes unstable. Uh, what What is that thing? Uh, an atom becomes an ion when... Oh, man. It gains I, an extra... Uh, proton? Neutron. Electron. Electron is absolutely correct. Sweet smell of a laughing at me. In the atom becomes an ion. When it gets another electron. When it gains or loses an electron, giving it an electronic charge, an electric yeah. charge. Because it's uneven, yeah. All right. You know what's a. There's a TV show called, a TV station called Ion, and it's positively entertaining. Do you know what a, Rasta, a Rastafarian's favorite type of water is? Ionized. Oh, Lord. Is that the third question? <laughs> No, our third question is a sports question because, as we know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Oh, Lord. So our third question comes from Daryl in San Antonio, Texas. He wants to know, what 1996 movie stars Woody Harrelson and Randy Quaid as professional bowlers? This 1996 movie stars Woody Harrelson and Randy Quaid as professional bowlers. Not Woody Harrelson as a professional. What is a quiche? quiche? (laughs) That's from White Men Can't Jump. Um, You got D's, mother F of D's, Rosie Perez. And yes, you barely passed every in every class, looking at every, cheating on every test. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Lyle Barron's be very proud of me for singing some Kanye. You know what? I This is my Achilles heel for a reason, man. Um, <laughs> Come on. I'll give you a hint. It's where this sound clip comes from. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. I know. Bill Murray plays Ernie McCracken. What's the name of the movie? Chuck, give it to us. Bowling for soup? <laughs> 
Bowling for Soup is wrong, Chuck, unfortunately. Oh, I, I can't believe I forgot his name, man. It's Kingpin. Ah. But you got two out of three, you know what they say. And Sweets Mama Dia telling us to wrap it up, so that's the end of our show. That's the end of our show, everybody. Thanks for being in KAKU, KAKU 88.5. Stay tuned next week at 11 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time for more biscuits and gravy. I'm Chuck Sauce. This is Vincent Bodie. And from me to you, aloha! <laughs>